Hey, it's Billy with the Cross Yas podcast. <laughs> the podcast that says Yas to cross dressing, sexuality, and gender. Uh, I am your trans woman host, Billy. Uh, today is a, a wonderful day. It's March 31st, 2023, Trans Day of Visibility, which is uh, the day that is used to raise awareness about trans people, and it's the day to celebrate their lives and the contributions. Uh, and also drawing attention to poverty, discrimination, and violence, and all the bad stuff too. But let's celebrate the good stuff, because I think there's enough there's enough bad stuff going on. Um, the one thing that I love about doing the Crossyas podcast is being able to help make people visible and and be seen, being be heard. And, and even it's just a, a simple conversation with somebody or them spilling their, their heart out and their guts and everything that they've held in for the whole freaking life. Getting these stories out here help so many people in so many ways that you wouldn't even, you couldn't even imagine how helpful it is for a lot of people. Um, today's episode is a really great person it's Ray. They're they're from up north near Portland. I met them a couple years ago on the Cross Yas Confidential Discord server. If you haven't joined it, join it now, or after the episode, or whenever. Um, but she's a really great person, and she always checks up on me, and and I, I really appreciate everything about her. I know you're gonna love her, and please enjoy. Yes, 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 yes. Cross Yes Podcast, which is Elmira Saul and Billy. Put that over there. Uh, hey, it's Billy with the Cross Yas Podcast. The podcast says Yas, a cross dressing sexuality and gender. Yes. That's what it says. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the one I couldn't think of earlier in the last one or this one or the one before, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I should know, but I don't. Um, well, anyway, today is a special occasion because we're recording live. For us, it's live for the second time in person. Um, but today's special guest drove all the way down from up north, a whole other. Yes, very long drive. A whole other planet away. Yes, drove from Salem, Oregon, last Thursday. It took me 14 hours to get to LA to see Billy. <laughs> 14 hours to come see me. I feel so special. <laughs> uh, well, today's special guest is Ray. Nice to meet you. Ray, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm uh, Ray, a uh, 39-year-old trans woman. Like, recently came out to myself as trans woman. Um, I work in the fashion industry in Portland, Oregon, and I'm going to launch my own lingerie brand later this year. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm we'll, working we'll, on it. And we'll make sure we get it all over the Cross Yas podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be cool. Yeah. I'll even give you a, a good deal. <laughs> I'll let you do it for free. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> so you said you recently what, came out to yourself? I think or that's accepted? Th- accepted, I think, is a much better wording of it. I always kind of like uh, terms like cross-dresser, maybe gender fluid felt, you know, cross-dresser didn't feel quite right, but it felt like the right word to say mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. 
But then the terms like gender fluid felt better, but it didn't quite feel exactly right. And then, you know, speaking with yourself and our friend Claire. Shout uh, out Claire. Yeah, shout out Claire. Uh, And, you know, just speaking through my emotions about how I was feeling and talking with other trans women that I've met, speaking with them about it, it kind of put me, started moving me into the mind frame that like, no, I am a trans person, but I'm just using these other words to kind of mask or hide it, mm-hmm. mostly because I wasn't able to accept it to myself, I guess is the best way to phrase it. Um, mostly because, you know, you, you don't know, you don't, you think that you don't know how life is going to turn out mm-hmm. once you say those words out loud and say them to people. But so far, as far as my life is, it's been great. It's been really very little to all positive changes. Mm, Okay. When was the first time that you verbally told somebody that you were trans? And was it it yourself or was it someone else? I think it was you. It was me? Okay. (laughs) I I really honestly think it was you. And that was one October, September Mm -hmm. of last year, Mm -hmm. something like that. And then I think the second person I told was Claire, and then finally, like, the third person to, like, let it all set in was, like, myself. Mm-hmm. After, like, like verbalizing it. Like, I think it took me a little while to be like, yes, I said it. Do I mean it? I must, because I keep thinking about it, mm-hmm. and I keep saying mm-hmm. it. And, and, yeah, it just took me, like... Even after telling you and telling Claire, it just took me a while to like let it sink in. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. Yes. How did that feel once like you like finally sunk in? It was very calming. calming. Because it was just like yeah, because it was like it felt like saying the word, accepting it to myself lifted the burden of like oh i'm trying to hide who i really am Mm -hmm. and now i can finally live who i want to be Mm -hmm. so it was scary but ultimately more calming than anything else Mm -hmm. and it's like and i'm glad i did because i'm here with you right now you know and we went out we went out yesterday went out all day yesterday and you know in famine you know it was it was not even fine it was a great day it was awesome to go out yeah. yeah it was a beautiful day it was gorgeous just like it is now sunny and blue skies and felt gorgeous yeah and, and we walked and no one treated us well one guy treated me weird but whatever yeah. um, <laughs> that's beside the point uh but overall it was a really good experience with everyone that we interacted with yeah i would say so uh and i think you even got quite a few compliments on that dress that dress was really cute (laughs) people really liked yours it was saint patrick's day yesterday yes it was uh and she was wearing this was it like polka dots yeah green green and white polka dots green and white polka dots yep it was really pretty um i'll probably post a picture with the podcast maybe maybe i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um but but um yeah it was a great day it was a really really good day and today should be good too I think you're so here. Too. You're doing this episode. I've been trying to get you on here for so long. She, for she's the been whole asking me year. for yeah, probably even more than that, like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. 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 Kept putting her off. 
kept putting her off mostly because like you know I didn't know and like I didn't want to come on here and like misrepresent myself because mm. you know people listen and it's important for people and I think it's like <clears throat> and I should represent myself to the fullest that I can mm-hmm. and I didn't I wasn't feeling it mm-hmm. back then I get it I get it but I also feel like it's good to get the stuff out there like when you're trying to process things because mm-hmm. instead of like processing it all by yourself it might be good to have that like outside question or, or whatever but then also like once you do work past all that shit and you come back on you're like look at all this fucking change i've done i'm all like grown my hair is all down to my mm-hmm. ass <laughs> and it's just like it's super dope like seeing the the growth yeah yeah it yeah definitely it definitely took me and still taking me time to kind of like let everything settle in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. looking forward to what's next you know interacting with people a lot more like truly of who i am Mm -hmm. and not being like this other person that isn't truly speaking to them you know Mm -hmm. so but yeah yeah, it took a while to to get to that point not putting up the front Mm -hmm. exactly yeah um so that that's where you you're at currently you're currently accepting of your transness and you're you're up for um medical stuff soon which is awesome and and i fully fucking support you of Mm -hmm. course uh anytime yeah you can always reach out um but how about like where did it all start let's go way back oh that's an interesting question how far back can we go um well i guess it depends on how private i want to get um it's up to you in we can talk about anything i okay i remember in it must have been middle school. I, you know, going into puberty, getting into like expressing yourself sexually, mm-hmm. that like the hottest, like most attractive thing to me was like women's underwear. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe that's why I'm launching a lingerie brand. Relatable, relatable. Sure. Mm-hmm. And like the first female thing I ever wore was a pair of panties and I couldn't tell you like where I got them from Mm. but I had them and it was just like it felt like almost like the most important thing to me at that time and then from there it kind of from there really in high school everything just got suppressed Mm -hmm. that's when I met my wife and I don't want to say blame my wife for any of that. It was all... It's all your fault. No, I'm just kidding. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's, uh... It was me not being able to deal with my feelings mm-hmm. about it and mm-hmm. not being able to express them to her or not feeling that I could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I have, it's been a great thing for our relationship because, like, I tell her all the time that I don't feel like I have to hide anything mm-hmm. from her anymore mm-hmm. like I was for a very, very long time. Um, but yes, it got suppressed in high school. Uh, I have a daughter, she's 20 years old and we had her when we were young. My wife was 19 and I was 18. And so for the entire time she was growing up, I just felt like I had to be the man in the house and I had to put 
you know, all my transness away mm-hmm. until, you know, the perfect time, mm-hmm. whatever that is, what is the, right? What is the perfect time? Yeah, exactly. When is the perfect time? I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows? But in when I got into my 30s, that's when Giselle came. Well, in my mid-30s, Giselle came out with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I became like a very avid listener of the podcast. Was pretty early on in the Discord, even though I'm like pretty silent on there now. But it happens. It just helped a lot speaking with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then Claire moved to Portland, and putting out putting it out on the Discord. And you and I were talking, and it was just like I wish I could go out with Claire. Just putting it out there, and then Claire was just like, "Let's go." Yeah. And then going that first time and breaking down that wall was just amazing, and haven't looked back since. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. When you were, I want to definitely talk more about the Claire stuff because I think that's super cool and fascinating. But let's go back a little bit. Um, like when you were in your, I don't know, twenties, thirty, or yeah, probably twenties, I yeah. guess, with, with your daughter. Um, growing up and you're married and family and i'm assuming you probably had like your hiding time or your own time still do you still on occasion it was very rare but yeah on occasion yeah but said extremely rare mm. but i would sorry. that was her beer opening that, was, it my, that it. was my beer sorry <laughs> perfect timing should have opened it sooner but i'm thirsty <laughs> but yeah times were very rare but I would like sneak them in when I could, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but I, I, to be honest with you, between like the ages of maybe twenty one to twenty seven, that was maybe like ten times, something oh, wow. to that effect. It's like extremely rare. Oh wow! But also just yeah, hiding, <clears throat> being in the closet about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of like. I feel like those are like lost years in my life where it was just like, I hated my job, got moved, changed careers last year, you know, did just very rudderless and not having any direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I relate to that. I feel very close with a lot of, of that. I think you're kind of going through a little bit of that right now you think so well, with your work stuff <laughs> yeah i know I yeah know. definitely <laughs> yeah i definitely don't like it um just doing things in a different order you know because mm-hmm. that's how i am so you said uh did you say you t- said your wife you told your wife mm-hmm. yes I early did. on no i told my wife i think i told my wife last I, I quite honestly i told my wife um like a month and a half ago oh like about anything? No, not about anything. About specifically being trans. Oh, okay, okay. My wife knew. Well, to be honest, my wife didn't know. My wife kind of caught me in that in my old male self Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I just followed, you know, other crossdressers of trans women, and my wife and I were going through a really rough patch in like late 2019. Mm-hmm. And she was going through my Instagram, and she was just like, well, why do you follow all these people? And at that point, I kind of felt cornered, but also the opportunity to kind of 
lay most of it out. Mm-hmm. To get it out there. Yes, exactly. And it helped out a lot because it just kind of removed that barrier and then we could start talking about it. Was there yeah. a lot of fear with that? Yeah, like absolutely. Still is, you know, because, you know, I I realized my wife didn't sign up to marry a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I can't keep on living a lie to myself and like being kind of that miserable person I was in the past. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, that that being said, I also know that I don't want to force my wife into that yeah. either. Yeah. But so far in our relationship, it's only been better just because we're able to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot more freely and openly and that I wasn't able to in the past. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. How did she react when you told her about you being trans? Well, I probably did it the dumbest way possible. Well, fucking tell me. Because uh, uh, we'll compare. Well, I uh, I met a new trans friend in Portland. We were going, we went out. Uh, it was just like the first week of February. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I told her, and she was the only, she was the first person I didn't like know really that I had told anybody because I just met her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she asked me if I told my wife, and I was, and I was just telling her, no, I haven't yet, but I've been thinking about it a lot, because it was really on the forefront of my mind. Mm-hmm. And then the next week was Valentine's Day. Oh. And she asked me what I wanted for Valentine's Day, and I was just like, well, I want to tell you this. Well. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of don't know how, and then... I think on Fe- yeah February thirteenth, the day before, she asked me again what I wanted, and at work I just kind of typed something, and but in it it said, "You need to know I'm trans and this is what it is," you know, and then just sent the message out. My wife didn't message me for a couple hours. Oh, uh, very scary. Kind of when- not surprising. Yeah, not surprising. Uh, but, you know, a little worrying. I shouldn't have done it at work. That was a bad move. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. No. But a couple hours later, she just wrote back and said, basically, look, I love you, but I need time to just, like, sit with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. Totally reasonable. And then since then, we've just been talking, you know, it's not that we talk about it. It's not the foremost thing mm-hmm. we talk about. Because mm-hmm. we still have our relationship that mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we bring it up every now and again. She brings it up if I, you know, what does that mean to me and trying to express it to her. And I think she's, I think when she meant that, I think she was concerned about me getting bottom surgery. Mm -hmm. I told her I wasn't interested in that, but I was very much interested in taking hormones. And, but at the time I hadn't set an appointment. Mm -hmm. Uh, but quickly then after I did, yeah. just because it was it was now out. Like yeah. I didn't feel like it was a shameful or shameful isn't the correct word, but it's like just it's out there. Don't mm-hmm. need to hide it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can just say that word. Just go for it. Exactly. Yeah. So then I made an appointment. I go April third. 
which I don't know when this is coming out, but I went April 3rd. It's <laughs> coming up. It's coming up. Yeah, I went April 3rd to get my blood test, and then we'll see how it goes from here. Oh, you're going to be good. Yeah. You're going to be good. You'll be good. I think so. I think so, too. Especially you know, talking with you, hanging out with you, and talking with everybody else. It's just like, I think just the the idea of starting it is probably the scariest part of it. Mm-hmm. But once you're doing it, it's fine. It mm-hmm. just becomes normal after that point, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Are you hoping to do, with hormones, are you hoping to do, like, because I, I think they let me, they gave me the option of, like, what I wanted to take. If I wanted to try to do uh, shots or, or patches or pills. I just pick pills because it's cheaper and just, I don't know, easier for me. Oh, that's um, a good that's a good question. Have you thought about that? I haven't really. Um, I have been thinking that I might want to start on a lower dose, mm-hmm. not go full into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I, probably pills because <laughs> unfortunately I don't have health insurance on my job right now, so mm-hmm. I'm paying for it mm-hmm. out of pocket. Oh yeah. So it might be the option might be what i can afford to take get one of those prescription clubs or whatever yeah to get some of those savings that way yeah um in fact i think when you go to planned parenthood they even give you like a slip with one you could join or something okay um i know whenever because i've been on them about nine months or so and when i went and got mine it was it was really scary you know Going to the yeah. fucking doctor it was a huge, like, life-changing thing. And I remember going there, uh, them, like, taking my blood, asking me all the questions. And, of course, I'm going to ask you some of the questions, if I remember to. Um, <laughs> but I remember, like, afterwards, like, after I had the prescription filled, just, I'm with Giselle, like, in her car. And I'm, like, holding my bottles of pills. And the estrogen, the estradiol is, like, so fucking tiny. And I'm just like holding it, and it's just like a weird moment. Like, it's just like a, um, I don't know, transformative moment or whatever. Sure. Just something yeah, that's yeah. core memory at this point. And I'm just like holding it in like my the, hand. They're real. Yeah. It's not longer just like a thing you want to do, it's a thing you're doing. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. like, I'm holding it in my hand. I'm just like, I've been scared of this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This tiny little thing. Mm hmm. Why have I been so scared of this? Mm hmm. I don't really understand. Get those pills and just like hold them and look at them and tell me how it feels. I will because I have, and Billy gets on me about this a lot, I have a very bad habit of like not recording how I'm feeling about things. Mm -hmm. Like I go out quite frequently and never take a single photo and Billy gets on me about it all the time. I took all the photos this trip. Yeah, really. But yeah, I, I will definitely... You sit with it for a little bit. I mean, at least they're like, because like I got mine around like noonish, one o'clock or something, and I'm supposed to take mine in the a.m. and p.m. So I was trying to take them at like and they said I could start that day. So I was like, I was like, let me wait till it's like a you know six thirty or so, about time I'd be home, so I'd have time to take them. And um, so I you know I held them and I sat them, sat with them for a while, mm-hmm. and I thought I sat on just the thoughts and and. Just thinking about it. Yeah. That's, I'm very glad you said that because I probably wouldn't have 
to be honest with you. You're like, nope. Exactly. <laughs> Give me those titty skittles. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely would have. I probably would have put more thought into it, hindsight, and not been in the moment mm-hmm. with it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really glad you said that because I will really consider that now. Because yeah, it's a big, it's a big step. It it's is. a really big step. It is really big. Yeah. What are some of your <laughs> big question? What are some of your big fears about taking hormones? Uh, oh well. You talked earlier, but my uh, mom has the breast cancer gene. Uh, the biggest, like, medical fear I have is, you know, develop potentially developing breast mm-hmm. cancer at some point later. But even with that being said, it's still worth it to even to try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, socially, you know, I worry about my mom. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like I think my biggest concern is my mom. Uh, with family, with other family, and with work, and with you know the life I built around myself, other friends, like it's not an issue. I why? Can, why is it not an issue? Because I because I have been very very careful, maybe overly careful, to like be friends with people that I thought maybe one day I could come out to them. And what's stopping you from coming out to them now? Oh, nothing. I already have. Okay, okay. (laughs) Are there any that you haven't came out to yet? (laughs) Uh, Just one. And the only reason I haven't is just because we don't speak Mm -hmm. often. Okay. But that's that's it. Okay. It's, It's nothing... I don't like fear what he would say or anything like that. It's just that we don't speak often, and that's mm-hmm. really about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So then, I'm just gonna go back to the the you know the, the question that they would ask when you're a planned parent, at least the one they asked me, and I asked you this earlier too. So mm-hmm. you've had time to think about this, probably. Yeah. Maybe if you've even thought about it. Um, what are your expectations? With starting hormones? I want more than anything is the mental clarity. Mm. Um, I've heard yourself, Claire, and others that I've spoken to saying that, like, there's a a fog that, like, lives from your mind. I struggled with that kind of fog and indecisiveness my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know... If, Coming out to myself and coming out publicly has certainly helped out significantly. You know, I understand that hormones aren't, they're, are gonna, they're not a magic pill that's going to solve all my problems. Of though. course, of course. But even with that being said, I do think that it's a step and, and it's a good step. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll get there sometime later, mm-hmm. but I still want to take that first step. And I want some boobs. Yeah, boobs are nice. Yeah. For yeah. somebody that, like, loves lingerie, is going to start a lingerie company, I want some fucking boobs. <laughs> like, it's as simple as that. <laughs> they are fun to play with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you on that. I, I hope you don't, ironically, don't get boobs. Like, I hope that would, Yeah. That, and be... I also hope you don't get, like, 
ironically giant knockers either. Oh. <laughs> or like comically funny Comic, yeah you know like that's just too much um but i really do hope you get i hope so too i hope you get it i hope you get everything yeah i just the mental part of it is like what i'm really looking forward to well i shouldn't say looking forward to hoping it comes to fruition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what i really mean to say yeah I really hope that, I hope you get that. I really do. And also I think it's just like, it might be the thing that like, lets me live more open. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, family knows, uh, the other manager that I work with knows, but nobody else does. And, and I don't have any reason not to come out to them because I specifically, I, I quit a job where I didn't realize this until I quit. I quit a job where I was making 80K a year. Mm. I did not know I was making that much money. Oh. <laughs> to a job where I'm making, I'll be lucky if I make like 42K this year. Mm. And I specifically chose that place because the owner, when I met him, had dyed, dyed hair, blonde, Clearly, his roots were showing, and it looked like shit. Uh, horribly chipped, uh, baby blue nail polish, and I was just like, "Well, this is a very, very different environment mm-hmm. than where I'm at right now, and I want to be here." Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I took a really big sacrifice to move to my current job, mm-hmm. and I really love it, mostly because, like, yeah, I feel a lot more free there. You're free to be she. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Free to Be She yeah. podcast. Um, R.I.P. Maybe? maybe are they still around? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry if you. I don't want to be mean, but I haven't seen you around. Yeah, um, it's been a while. It's been a while. I hope you're okay, Jennifer. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, hmm. Have you told your daughter? Yeah, you. I know you're gonna bring that up. No, I have not. Um, the Why? O- the only reason I haven't is because I feel totally safe telling her. Like, like the reason it was such a big deal to like tell the other manager, tell my wife, mm-hmm. is because like those were relationships I wasn't sure about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's very easy to tell you, tell Claire, tell mm-hmm. other friends, you know, because mm-hmm. it was not a relationship that I knew was going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just kind of slipped into the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I will. I shouldn't say I should. I will. Let's do it right now on the podcast. <laughs> Grab your phone, video call. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no pressure, but if you wanted to, that would be pretty no, cool. No, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> But just kidding, I'm just kidding. But my wife, she's my wife. My daughter knows. I definitely told her that it was like gender fluid, mm-hmm. and she knows that. And I just haven't said that I'm trans. I just haven't said that word to her. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the only reason I haven't is because I know, I know already that relationship won't change. So mm-hmm. it just kind of went in the background for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, for a while, for a long time. Well, I'm I'm waiting for the day that that text comes in, and you're like, 
I told my daughter, and I'm like, yes, can't wait. I'll have to tell her. She's moving out April 1st, so we'll make it a priority. Well, don't tell her April 1st. No, I'll tell her. Yeah, because that'll sound like or, uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy came out on oh, did that she? day, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess it, April, for me, has, has in the last two years become a significant month. Mm. Well, it's going to become even more significant. Yeah, because... Uh, April 1st of last year is when I switched careers. And uh, when I switched, when I got into my new job is when I started to feel a lot more free. Mm-hmm. And had like time time to think about it, but more so time to like express it a lot more than I felt like I could. The other job, mostly because the other job has... It was a lot more of a conservative mm-hmm. work uh, environment. But also, at that job, I was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Oof. And I'm now doing, and now I'm, and at night. Oof. So, yeah, previously for that, I was going to school and doing that schedule and working at night. That sucked. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. I remember you were busy as shit. Yeah. Because I think that was around the time you joined the Discord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, going to school the entire time, mm-hmm. working crazy hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a, not not the healthiest way to, no. to do, but it did let me pay for school out of pocket, and you know, eventually got me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So, it sucked going through it, but I'm glad I went through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to make that change. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, I don't know. For me... How did you come to that... uh, Like, how did you come to that direction of which which direction you wanted to go with with your career? I didn't know for a very long time. And when I met my friend Kim, uh, we went out one day, and I just expressed my desire to learn how to sew a skirt. Mm Mm-hmm. Never sewn a thing in my life up to that point, but verbalized it to her, and she was just like, "Yeah, you should do it. Like, why not? Like, you can, there's classes, there's people that will teach you." Mm-hmm. But I, after even saying that, I just kind of sat with that thought for like the next five years, mm-hmm. to the point where it drove me crazy. And then I did learn to sew, and when I, and I learned to sew at a fashion school, and I really liked the environment. And just kind of continued and then went through the program. And that's when, you know, I switched careers and and kind of decided on, like, because, you know, maybe not for everybody, for, for me, like, this dress is, like, a very powerful um, thing to me because mm-hmm. it, like, it allows me to express who I am. Even though this is like a 60-40 polycon blend that most people's t-shirts are made out of. And if it was cut different, it would be a male garment or whatever. It would be socially acceptable. Exactly. But, you know, but there's a reason why, um, you know, there's a reason why Mugler sells a $35,000 dress. It's because Mm -hmm. when somebody wears it, they feel powerful in it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, these things have a lot of value to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I wanted to kind of express that, but didn't know in what form. And then I've kind of, I've gone, looked back and, and been like, well, what makes me happy the most? And for me, it was always like lingerie. Mm -hmm. Uh, One, when I was like really hiding, it was like the most practical mm-hmm. thing, you know, you can hide a lot of it in very small spaces. Yeah, they're pretty tiny. Yeah. But also it made me feel strong mm-hmm. and powerful mm-hmm. and who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, you know, that's why I'm going to launch my own lingerie company. It's just like, it's, it's a thing that, draws me and mm-hmm. gives me like meaning almost yeah is it lingerie for anybody specific or, or just anybody or i anybody can fit in it yes that's the goal the goal is that it's going to be very very small at first probably on commission and to make things for people that make them feel like powerful and sexy mm-hmm. and just make me feel good. Like I really want to, because I, I want. I would like to have that feeling that it gives me, and give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. What are what are some of the hurdles that you see creating your lingerie company? It's hard, and I suck at sewing. I'm a very good drafter. I'm a very good pattern maker, but I'm not a very good sewer. Uh, so I might have to. I might have to hire that out, which costs money. Mm-hmm. Or I could just sit down and practice, which I really should do. Um, Instead, you're over here doing this with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh. you know, it's, I just need to start. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've purchased domain names. I got social media for it. Uh, but in reality, I just need to start. I just need to start sketching and see what comes out. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, that's number one, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll move on to, it might have to get to number 10,000 before I feel happy with something, but we have to start with number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I really can't wait. I really can't wait just to see you get all that out there and succeed. And, and... Yeah, me too. I, I think out of, I think that I put the most thought into that. I think even more so than my transness, I put more thought into like my future business. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna take that fucking blue pill. <laughs> your fucking mind eye is gonna go wide open. Your brain fog is gonna be lifted. And you're gonna be like thinking about the future even more. And then like all these like all that that shit that's been holding you back from getting that shit started is gonna be gone. You're gonna be able to focus all that gender shit away you'll be getting away from that shit and you'll be able to focus on all of your your lingerie business stuff to like just move forward oh i feel it i know it's gonna happen i i hope so too it's gonna happen i feel it i i'm feeling it i i i very honestly am feeling it a lot more being in los angeles here with you now Mm -hmm. because it's just like previously like i wasn't doing anything like I would, 
I would have very happily sat at home most weekends, and now I'm just like, no, it's not, it's not good no. to do that. So I go out as much as I can, mm-hmm. try to get my wife to come out, but unfortunately she works a lot, like a lot, lot. It's not that she doesn't want to go, but just just work calls sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, making it a priority for myself to get out do a lot more meet a lot more people and then kind of like removing that barrier of doing new things what do you think would would help speed up that process uh if anything no there's something i just need i need to i've been reading a lot about this about how like some business people go about just thinking about and running their business and mm-hmm. then some of them just set a time like 7 p.m on a tuesday for this hour you're just going to sit down on your computer and you're going to write what you want it to look like mm-hmm. even once a week just to get the ideas out get the ideas out on paper you know just written it down and that is just like the first step to getting you to the next one and that's really what i need to do was like i need to sit down i need to really go through and be like well what do i want it to look like and then sit down another day and start drawing see like is this possible is this feasible and then just go from there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool hmm What would you, or do you have a name for your business picked out? Yes, it's, it's Cocoon Lingerie, and I had to spell it a funky way because somebody's squatting on the, uh, on the domain name. Uh-oh. Yes. How do, you, want... how do you spell it? C-O-C-N. C-O-C-N? Yes. Cocon? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cocon? I think I'll have to, uh. You should add a K in there. Cocon. I'll have I'm to. just kidding, don't do that, don't I do think that. I'll have to. <laughs> Yes, believe me, I know. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> I really want that name, but I think I'll have to do a lot of graphic design to. Uh... Mm. Can you do like extra O's? Make it cocoon? No, because that's just goofy. <laughs> Although I don't know if that might even better, but. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Google site when you add extra zero or extra O's? So no. You can make it like G O O O O O O G L E dot com? No. Yeah, I think that, that still works. What does it do? It just adds more O's. Oh. It still goes to Google. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it just adds O's to every O that yeah. would have been. Ah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, cocoon. Cocoon, but C-U-C-N. N. Okay. I'm hoping that it translates well enough because a lot of apps, not so much now, but they do kind of remove a vowel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of hoping to translate that way if not then you know who knows we'll know i don't know we'll go from wherever it goes but mm-hmm. we got to get started first mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure how would what do you think your first line would be uh i really have fallen in love with, with this dupioni silk um but it's very difficult to work with and and I think the first will just be a simple 
I have a vision of using it as like a high neck bralette that has ties mm-hmm. on the back and on the neck. And the reason I want ties is because that way for it fits a lot of different body types. And plus it can be worn as just like a top because the Dupioni looks very, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up later. Or you'll yeah. show me later. I'll show you later. But I think in, it's a good way to get started to just have a thing out there that kind of like is pretty elegant but is also really accessible to a very large amount of people. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it up, that I want to start a lingerie company, especially with other trans folks. They're just like, yes, make wider, make longer uh, bands mm-hmm. because we've got bigger ribs yeah. and not as small, not as big titties as, you know, some cis women. So That's the truth. So I'm going to focus on, you know, trying to make it as inclusive to mm-hmm. everybody as possible. Okay. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. I really can't wait to see see what happens. We'll get it going. That's for sure. Cool. Hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of blanking on questions. How are you? How are you good? You going good? I'm going really good. You want to give a commercial break for the Patreon or something? You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. You're getting all the exclusive uh, middle talk. Um, if you like what you're listening to so far or watching, please help support the podcast and ignore the the ugly thing behind me. I didn't realize it was that gross behind me. Whatever. Um, anyway, if you like to support the Cross Yas podcast, go to crossyaspodcast.com. Um, you go to the right-hand side, you scroll down a little bit, there's a link to support the Patreon, where we have Patreon-exclusive episodes, where usually they're fairly dirty and kind of raunchy. Pretty funny, Yeah, I think. I don't know. Some people tell me they're funny. Or you could also buy a cup of coffee, Ko-Fi, who knows how you say it? How do you say it? Coffee. Coffee? I say coffee, yeah. K-O-F-I. It's the also the logo's a little coffee cup. Cup, cup of coffee, right? Yeah. I think it's coffee. Giselle says Ko-Fi. I think technically correct it's Ko-Fi, but it's coffee. It's like the GIF GIF thing. Yeah. Like of course it's GIF. I don't know. I don't have an argument at <laughs> all. <laughs> I was hoping you would argue me. <laughs> um also, while you're on the same website on the crossyaspodcast.com, if you would like to join the Crossyas confidential Discord server, while you're on the crossyaspodcast.com website, you scroll down some more and there's a link to join the discord server and you can come talk to me you can come talk to ray and many of the other cross yas contributors and listeners and guests guests and and me some more (laughs) uh anyway back to the podcast isn't that right Ray? yes that's right (laughs) that's a smooth transition (laughs) that's right that's good i got i stole that from giselle yeah back to the podcast isn't it right <laughs> um how you you drove all the way over here from portland you said it was what 14 hours 14 hours 14 hour drive Oof. 
all the way over here to come see me and, and do this thing and, and go to a concert and experience foods and, and fun and yes we had a very good meal yesterday how how has that <laughs> how has the trip and experience been for you so far it's been great i mean i it's been fantastic meeting you for the first time uh going to california since i haven't been since i was a child mm -hmm. la even less than that you and all the sun yeah i was thankful for that <laughs> but it's it's been just nice it's nice to kind of i almost feel like safer here mm -hmm. in a way because like i truly don't know anybody here mm -hmm. yeah i know yourself i know a couple other girls but you know you know fred uh, yeah and fred yeah fred <laughs> fred's a very funny guy <laughs> we'll get to fred later <laughs> no there's nothing to talk about fred <laughs> but yeah i kind of feel like because you know i don't know anybody here mm -hmm. it's like i can be a little more free and man i don't know i just the city seems it's very compared to oregon where when i left it was 34 degrees and icy and when I got here, it was 67 and sunny with not a single cloud in the sky. Felt really, really nice. And I'm like wearing a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> California. Ugh. Felt really nice to like see the sun again and be in like some warm weather. Mm -hmm. And be able to like go out in it. And it's just been nice. It's just mm -hmm. been like a very, very nice trip. Not over yet. Going tomorrow. Going to Oakland. Mm. I'm going to go see Candy and her wife Stephanie. Candy. spend a couple days up there mm -hmm. and that should be a lot of fun as well yeah i can't wait to hear all about that and uh candy if you're listening uh why aren't you doing the podcast yet yeah I'm like come mm -hmm. on absolutely you should do it candy yeah <laughs> you should do it ray's gonna do it for me while she's yeah. up there let you convince you yeah you gotta convince her while you're up there i will <laughs> do it. Um, yeah, it's been a good trip so it's far. An, I think it's been a very good trip. Yeah, we. Um, I think I mentioned earlier with the farmers market and the art museum and stuff, and set set at a park because uh, between finishing up at LACMA, we had a reservation, and we had a couple. We had like an hour or two to burn. Mm -hmm. And I got to see Billy watercolor. Oh yeah, it was a bad one. <laughs> but still, I got the uh, I got to see the experience. You of got it. to make. I, I do paint a really good sky. Yes, the sky was like on point. The rest of it was trash. <laughs> Actually, I looked at it this morning. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm sure. What about the other one? It the, was the... very faint. Interesting. I thought it was going to be like more bold, like colors. Yeah, it was like bright orange yellow bright and red purple and, purple and it's like muted yeah that's a shame yeah well, i had it try here doing... show, but i don't have it but yeah it's been a very very good trip like yeah i also kind of like driving around i see why people live here mm -hmm. but even with that being said i think portland's still my city yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more my speed a little slower in walkable walkable yeah it's not very walkable around here maybe for some people it is but yeah maybe not me yeah. not things i go do no way barely make my ass walk down the trail 
which I'll put her on the podcast now and go see the trail. This trail that you put photos of. I mean, we could. <laughs> but it's over that way. Um, hmm. I don't know. What secrets are you hiding in your skull? Secrets. I know you got some secrets. Well, that's why they're secrets, right? Yeah, but what are they? Uh, I think... <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I would... And... Yeah. Um, I think I would really like to have a sexual relationship with another trans person. Mm. But that might be very difficult because I'm married. Mm-hmm. And my wife would have to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to happen. But it is something I certainly talk or talk with others and have put some thought into mm-hmm. but well yeah it's just kind of like a thought at the moment okay is there a sexuality aspect to your transness oh without a doubt yeah especially In what ways like uh like uh i think there's a sexuality to us as being humans, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also feel like I, now that I'm able to kind of live my true self, I kind of wish to explore uh, maybe like sexual feelings that I've not been able to do or suppress mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that, again, makes it difficult. Because I don't think my wife would be up for it. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it's certainly things I've thought about. I think it's things most people talk about. I don't think a lot of people express it. And also, quite frankly, it's... Outward, outwardly express it. Yes, definitely. But there's also a thing like, you know, there's certainly a group of society that sees trans people as nothing more than sexual objects. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly a stigma within the trans community about being outwardly sexual, which is something I think we should definitely move past because people are just people and some people just like to get fucked sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And maybe they think about it a little too much. Mm-hmm. But it is something I feel like we need to get past that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's coming from within. I think it's coming from outside of the trans community and getting those thoughts like put on us mm-hmm. and not us putting it out there. Not us putting out the, like the negative image or yeah, thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I think all the, the crazy, crazy shit going on. Mm-hmm. I know I'm sure you've heard about a lot of the, the recent anti-trans laws that are trying to, be passed and are being passed and are being in passed. some place yeah. and some some places being blocked i guess yeah i think it's a very scary time uh i do feel mostly secure that i live in the state of oregon and live so close to and hoping to move this year to the city of portland where a lot of I met a lot of trans folk that moved specifically to Portland because it's a place that they feel they can be safe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I hope that doesn't change. Uh, to be honest with you, I've prepared if it does. Like, I will admit, I am, I own. She's sacking. Um, I own. Sacking. Yeah, I have my concealed carry. I've carried oh, it's concealed, it. Concealed, all right. Uh, yeah, I've done. I've done some combative training with my AR, just in case some shit goes down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I want to. If it happens, I'd like to go down fighting. Of course. Uh, but I also wish I didn't have to think about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That stuff's real scary. I know. I feel incredibly lucky, being where I am, at least for all that stuff. Because I'm in California. Mm-hmm. But. Being from Texas, I know a lot of things there are getting really, really scary for a lot scary. of people. And, yeah. and I have a lot of friends there that are, you know, that are like looking to get away, but, you know, some just can't because of like legal mm. reasons why they can't. Or uh, it's, it's fucking scary. Like, I, I even think about, I've been gone for like a year and a half. Yeah. Where the fuck would I be if I didn't move? Yeah. You certainly, I would be in a fucked you'd be up in a position. much, but yeah, much, much worse spot, without a doubt. Even if, even I think, even if I was on hormones, I think it would still be a, it'd yeah, be a fucking shit show, it'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and I really, yeah. I really, really feel for anybody in those states that are going dealing with all that shit. How do you think? And I'm not trying to be all political and shit, but how do you think we like get past? some of the stuff i oh that's a very good question i don't have a good answer i don't either um i i also feel like there's a there's a certain side of the conservative right-wing uh political spectrum in this country that no matter what does not want to change their mind about this mm-hmm. for those it's we can't do anything mm-hmm. but i also feel like We just need to be visible mm-hmm. uh, because because trans people are so much in the news now that it kind of feels like we're the word and not the person. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to get more to seeing the people the as people. people and not the trans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just putting less emphasis on the trans and putting the emphasis on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot more visibility will help. And how do we get that visibility? Uh, that's difficult. I mean, there's certainly social media. You know, all that stuff goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. But I don't know how much that truly changes anybody's Opinions. Uh, opinion. Yeah. I think, uh, I think for myself, like I hunt and I fish and I'm out to a lot of people that I do that with. Mm-hmm. Some of them are and were like very conservative people, but they now, they now can't ever say that they don't know a trans person. Mm-hmm. And I think that changes a lot of things because it goes from a word to a person. I think so too. I I, I I run into that a lot at my work um, with a lot of people that I know, and even some of the people that were that I, I'm 
fully aware of them having like negative thoughts or issues or whatever feelings they they since i've come out and you know they like have whatever respect for me they had before that respect hasn't gone away Mm -hmm. so and you know i'm still very eager to help and whatever else so uh, they're coming around for sure yeah it takes time but it but i think it's also like they just need to meet a person they just need to meet a trend also i kind of almost guarantee that a lot of those people that are the most negative have most certainly met a trans person or a gay person or a lesbian or whoever it is the only issue was because of how they felt about it that person was probably never felt safe enough to you know tell them exactly yeah so it's just like they're kind of creating their own little bubble that they don't maybe they don't want to see their way out of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. well i hope i don't know all this stuff's scary i i probably foolishly don't pay attention to a lot of it as much as i probably should it's very difficult because i was paying a lot of attention to it and i got very depressed and kind of like put started putting like myself down from it Mm -hmm. but like it's very easy to get sucked into it Mm -hmm. it's very hard to get yourself out of it oh yeah and but i think you just gotta you gotta keep living and you gotta keep living the best way you can Mm -hmm. and hopefully others see that and maybe that'll change their mind but you 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 just gotta keep going i think that's it yeah well i'm trying to be as visible as i can (laughs) and i'm trying to help visibility with the podcast as much as i can whether you're trans or crossdresser or just sexuality i don't know no one's ever really wanted to talk to me about just sexual stuff yeah we talked about that earlier i think you you need a guest i suggested to you that i think you need to have her on and have her talk about it what who, what kind of guests a sissy a sissy no that as well oh uh but i think you should have joey joey Fay on oh okay shout out joey uh i know you're listening come on the podcast hit me up girl Mm-hmm. definitely let's get on here you don't have to fly to la to come do the podcast <laughs> but if you want to it sure is cool she's a lot closer oh, yeah. than, than i was <laughs> oh, there you go you could drive probably then if she drove Hmm. So, like, uh, we were talking about, like, because I don't talk about, like, sexual stuff. I blame that on, like, I've always considered myself, like, asexual or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's kind of, like, yeah, evolving or changing, whatever it is now. And I've talked about that a lot in the Patreon yeah. last week. Um, but, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. I, I just something that's like one of those things I don't think about that yeah. often. I'm very quick to make like sexual jokes. Sure, I'm fucking quick witted, but I don't know. Like I don't think about sex stuff constantly yeah. or, or even that often, really. I understand. Yeah, totally understand it, and I probably think about it too much. Oh, uh, yeah, and it's not. It's always like in the background of my mind, 
and sometimes it's very much on the forward part of my mind. So, like, I put a lot more thought into it. Like, it's also like, you know, as much as, you know, I tell you with my lingerie company, I want people to, like, feel good and powerful. I also want them to, like, feel sexy as fuck. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. like, explore their sexuality. And, like, that would be an amazing thing to give to people. Mm -hmm. And to give to myself, quite honestly, you know? But, yeah, I, I get it. And it's also, like, it's difficult because it's, like, it's not things you do in polite society. You know, you kind of talk about it with, like, your one friend that talks about it or whatever. Yeah. But I think we need to just have it be out in the open a little bit more. No, I agree. I agree. That's why I'm asking you the tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> if I were Giselle, I would say, what kind of porno do you watch? Oh, a well, lot. What kind of porno do you watch? I asked it. It got yeah. sexual. I, you were asking my top search term is sissy every time and when there's like a black guy fucking a white sissy that's my favorite thing i don't know why but that's what i go to mm. is it the the big black cocks it's definitely is <laughs> <laughs> it's really that and also or is it like the domination aspect or both all of it all the above i think a little bit more of the domination aspect of it mm. i in my sexual relationship have always been the dominant person mm. always and I would like to sometimes not be that. Mm -hmm. And in certain times I envision myself as the top and sometimes I envision myself as the bottom. But it certainly, you know, I would like to explore that a little bit more. With exploring the bottom... Have you ever explored the bottom? Yeah, I mean, I on have. Your own? Yeah. Okay. I get a couple of toys at the house. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been topped by anybody? No. no. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. I think you'd probably like it. I bet I bet I would too. Yeah. Hmm. Were you there? Well. I think it was just Giselle was watching. I was doing a DVT with Giselle, and Giselle was talking about some like porn she was watching or something. And someone was like, "I think it was someone getting pegged." Sure. Yeah. And she like shared the video with me like while we were doing it, and it was real funny. Was she watching it while you guys were talking? I think so. She does weird <laughs> shit like that. She watches stuff when you're talking to her normally. That's funny. It's you know, <laughs> a normal thing for her to do. Uh, are there any standouts for you? Oh, like individuals? Yeah. Uh, it's like, yes. Uh, but it's like, I don't know if I should put it on because like, I have kind of like online friendships with them. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you don't want to do that. You know? But yes, certainly. I certainly have subscribed to and have subscribed to a couple OnlyFans. You know? I do that and do that because i like the i like their work mm. supporting local artists yes that's a good thing to do mm -hmm. support your local artists and and entertainment yes by going to the, <laughs> by going to the cross house podcast and scrolling to the right hand side and clicking on the patreon link <laughs> sorry i had to uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so goofy.
Um, I don't know. I'm kind of out of questions. Do you have anything? Any questions for me? Any burning desires you think you want to tell me? Open book. Well, it's hard to say that because we have been talking at each other for like the past day and a half. Mm -hmm. I think you should put a lot more effort into finding a new job. Yeah, sure. Uh, like putting like significant effort into that. And and to like the listener, just to be like, because I felt for a long time that I was like not okay. But like to know that like, yes, you are. And like, you're okay to have all the thoughts you're having because they're your thoughts and you shouldn't try to hide or run away from them and maybe embrace them you know if your thoughts of like are hurting other people maybe don't do that yeah don't hurt people but you know if you're having feelings about your sexuality your gender like sit with yourself and think about them because it helped me a lot and then get on the cross yes discord we join the patreon on the cross podcast.com <laughs> website on the right hand side <laughs> And, yeah, actually really do that because it helps out. And it's helped out a lot of people. It really has. Um, and, you know, go on the, the fucking Patreon. There's good episodes. Mm-hmm. You've listened to them, right? Yes, I have. Do you have any favorite parts? Maybe just mention a clip. Oh, yes. It's a very old one. But Maddie, we need you back. Oh, yeah. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Maddie, we need you back. Uh, Maddie was very, very funny. I And... And she would, it may be like a very, this is back when she was living in Portland, but there was like, she would speak about like certain things that are very normal in Portland that are very, very weird everywhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like having like craft sodas, I remember it was one big one, and like craft or specialty, this or that. And if you've been in Portland or are from Portland or Oregon in general, like it's a very normal thing to like buy very local beer, sodas, mm-hmm. bread, whatever. That is not normal in like the rest of the country. Yeah, that's not that. That's I remember her talking about this stuff, and I'm just like, I live in a small city in the middle of Texas. Like, yeah, but there's not craft shit here. But but the, craft but the, macaroni. But the the very funny thing about that is in Oregon, the smallest city has a craft brewery. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. very funny. <laughs> oh, I know what I want to talk about now. I forgot. Claire. Oh yeah. I want to talk about your your trips with Claire because you said you would know Claire and you like you reach out on the Discord and you're like I want to go out and Claire's like let's fucking do it. How yeah. is that? How is it meeting with Claire? Claire's amazing. Claire's like very seriously an amazing person, and I am very very happy to have met her. Like and like kind of put myself out to meet her. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was November of. 2021 Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. Uh, and i was just kind of like feeling like you know we were coming out of the lockdown portion the pandemic Mm -hmm. and i just like had a desire to get out you know i'd spoken with my wife i've been like dressing up at home a little bit more here and there but i needed to get out like i just Mm -hmm, knew i mm -hmm. just needed it yeah but i also didn't feel like I could do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And then 
And then around that same, not a little earlier than that, Claire had joined the server, the Discord server. She'd done her episode with Giselle. And then it's just like, oh, well, she's moving to Portland and she's really cool. Let me just put it out there to see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then she messaged me like almost immediately. I was just like, I'm down. Let's go. Like, and it's just amazing. Like she unlocked the, like a whole nother level in me Mm -hmm. that I didn't know that like was even there. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I think same for me. She's, I don't want to like, you know, played her ego gotcha. too much, but you know she's definitely inspired me a ton with with, with growth and and just hearing her experiences and stuff. I think she's really amazing. I'm I'm so happy that you guys connected and and or gals, girls, whatever, y'all, y'all, yeah, y'all connected and and y'all met up a few times, right? Yeah, handful of times. Uh you know, she works a lot. And yeah, of course. And maybe I don't put it out enough that, you know, like to just, you know, hang out with her. But also, she's got a new relationship, and she's busy with work, and she's living her own life. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy mm-hmm. for her. That's awesome. It's really cool you all connected. Yeah. I mean, it'll happen eventually, but i also not like... You know, I'll just be happy whenever it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I like meeting everybody in the podcast. Well, I'm trying to get her to come out to Portland, which I think is almost going to happen. I want Definitely to. I happen. really want to. I really, really want to. It's just a matter of like figuring out logistics and doing it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to do it. It's definitely on my list of like to do's. Like, I want to party with y'all and I want to see the shit. I want to try the craft soda and the craft. <laughs> macaroni and cheese or whatever i want to try it i want to i want to have the full experience yeah we'll definitely go we'll have a lot of fun i want to like not see the sun <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might you might even get that in the summer up there <laughs> oh man i might get a little bit of sun shit the lighting's really good right now by the way mm-hmm. this one beer is really like hitting me i don't know why um. Yeah, I don't know. That's about all I got. I really, I don't have much else. Do you have anything else you want to add or say, or if it's on your mind? No, I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Is there anything else besides sissies and um, and and the person earlier that you said? Oh. Uh no, I think it was good. it Joey. Yeah, Joey. Joey, yeah, Joey. You gonna be on here, Joey? Um, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. Sharing a bit of your story and, and telling, telling us all about your lingerie store, Cocoon? Yes. Cocoon. Cocoon? C-O-C-N? That's right. Yeah. I remembered. I remembered. Mm-hmm. Bet you didn't think I would. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I can't wait to hear that come out and, 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 and let everybody know. Yeah. Thank you. And then please keep me informed. Let me know when you tell your daughter. I will absolutely do that. Because you say it's not a big deal. It's a fucking big deal. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, bye. Bye. Hey, we're back. I just want to say thanks again, Ray, for coming down here and visiting me and 
and taking me out to some fancy smancy restaurant and treating me to one of my favorite bands uh going to a concert to see them and we saw them after we recorded the episode uh the band is called far caspi and they're really 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 good um although it was kind of funny because between every song they they had to like tune their guitars between every song it was a bit insane but it was still really really good and i i, I really value everything that you've you've brought to the Krasias experience, I guess. And I just want to wish you the best of luck in all of your future endeavors with your gender exploration and or journey or whatever you want to call it. And I just also want you to know that, you know, you have my support and you can always reach out to me. Thank you. Um, for anybody else who's not Ray, uh, if you would like to share your story, uh, talk to me, or, or I don't know, we could just shoot shit, talk, uh, do a DDT or whatever. If, um, but you know, I, I, I just I want you to be seen. I want you to be heard. You need to be visible. It. I mean, you don't need to be, but oh my gosh, it helps. It really does help. And if I can help you do that, I would love absolutely love to, to help you get there um you can find me on the cross yas podcast uh instagram page or at billy rain four on instagram or on the cross yas confidential discord server which can be found on the cross yas podcast.com website uh and while you're there you know if you want to help support content like this and help host the website and whatever else we do uh, that would be much appreciated. You can click on the Patreon link. There's stuff in there, I promise. It's really good stuff. I think you'll like it. If not, I I, I don't even know you. Sorry. Um, but it's... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But any event, happy trans day of visibility. I love y'all. Bye. Just want to remind you, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story, have others come on the podcast to share their story, uh, to help teach you or me and everybody about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.